0: Hi! You're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from
1: Curiosity.com. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn about how to avoid committing financial infidelity, how scientists are fighting the effects of climate change by playing sounds underwater, and the science behind three weird winter weather phenomena.
0: Let's satisfy some curiosity. Have you ever heard that saying, love and money don't mix? Whether or not that's actually true... In many committed romantic relationships, money and love pretty much have to mix. And when one person wants to buy something that the other won't approve of, that can lead to trouble. Well, get this. New research from the University of Notre Dame is helping us begin to understand something scientists are calling financial infidelity. Turns out you can cheat on your partner with money, and that can have huge consequences for your relationship. This is really important because... Money is one of the number one causes for divorce. It is, yeah. So this new study is the first one ever to introduce the concept of financial infidelity and define and measure it so we can begin to understand how it impacts romantic relationships. Here's the two-part definition researchers landed on. First of all, financial infidelity describes any type of financial behavior that your romantic partner dislikes. Think subscriptions, impulse buys, and even donations. The second very important part is what makes that behavior cheating, and that is either intentionally lying about the spending or keeping it a secret. It's not infidelity if those parts aren't involved. The researchers are talking about this type of common scenario. One partner buys something that's clearly outside of the budget and then hides the bag, never telling the romantic partner about the purchase. They did 10 lab studies to develop a financial infidelity scale, or FI scale for short, to measure how likely a given person is to engage in financial infidelity. They found that people who score higher on the FI scale tend to prefer secretive purchasing options, concealed packaging, and shopping at low-key stores. Those people are also more likely to keep financial secrets from their partners, it's important to mention, though, that most people don't tell their partners about every financial choice they make. And that's okay. If you forget to tell them by accident, that's not cheating. And if you're secretly saving for a birthday gift or a surprise trip, that's okay, too. The best policy is to keep things as transparent as possible and just be honest with one another. Pro tip that I learned in my pre-Cana class, we actually set a limit for how much we could spend without consulting the other person before I got married. Oh. So yeah.
1: So you set you set an amount. So if you if you spend fifty dollars, you don't have to tell her, but if you spend like two hundred dollars, you have to tell her.
0: Yeah, it was something like two or three hundred or something. Huh. Or four.
1: Or five. <laughs> uh, you know, I forget. How much do those video games cost? <laughs> <laughs> when you think of a coral reef, you probably picture the vibrant, colorful fish singing under the sea in The Little Mermaid. I know I do. Obviously, they don't actually play clamshells or saxophones, but fish do make a symphony of sounds. And researchers recently learned that those sounds can help counteract one harmful effect of climate change, known as coral bleaching. So warmer waters cause the algae living on a coral's tissue to shed, which turns coral reefs white as a ghost. They eventually die and turn brown from decay. These events are called coral bleaching events. You might have heard about the one that killed off half of Australia's famed Great Barrier Reef in 2016 and 2017. And they're only happening more often. Having lots of fish around can help counteract this damage. But fish aren't that interested in hanging around sick reefs. And they usually leave for greener pastures, which makes the whole reef fall silent. So an international team of scientists wanted to see whether they could rehabilitate a reef by tricking fish into thinking it was alive the team placed patches of dead coral in 33 spots around the Great Barrier Reef. At 22 of these sites, they set up underwater speakers that played the sounds of healthy coral communities at night. The other 11 sites stayed silent. Want to hear what happened? Well, to illustrate, let's first listen to what those degraded coral reefs sound like. And here's the sound of a healthy reef that they played at those 22 sites. That's a pretty big difference. After six weeks of serenades, the noisy reefs doubled their wildlife populations. What's more, the species living there were 50% more diverse and came from all parts of the food web. Scientists say that this is an exciting tool that can help jumpstart reef recovery on a small scale, but it won't save the reefs on its own. We still need to do the hard work of combating the root causes of climate change, along with reducing pollution and addressing overfishing, to truly protect these fragile ecosystems. Can
0: Namor help? What's that? Oh, the Submariner. He's Marvel's version of DC's Aquaman.
1: Oh, yeah. Isn't Aquaman like the least popular superhero there is? And so there's another one. They
0: Yeah, well now apparently Namor is the least popular because he didn't even get a movie.
1: Talk about submariner, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my.
0: Wow. <laughs> Happy New Year! <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by Purple Mattress. Better sleep, better you.
1: You can probably sleep easier knowing that scientists are working on ways to save coral reefs. But you need more than just peace of mind to sleep soundly through the night. You'll want a comfy mattress, too. And if you're struggling to get a good night's sleep, then you've got to try a Purple Mattress.
0: The Purple Mattress will probably feel different than anything you've ever experienced because it uses a brand new material that was developed by an actual rocket scientist. So it feels unique because it's both firm and soft at the same time.
1: The Purple mattress keeps everything supported while still feeling really comfortable. Plus, it's breathable, so it sleeps cool. It's not like the memory foam you're probably used to. And when you order, you'll get a 100-night risk-free trial. If you're not fully satisfied, you can return your mattress for a full refund.
0: It's also backed by a 10-year warranty with free shipping and returns. You're going to love Purple. And right now, Curiosity Daily listeners will get a free Purple pillow with the purchase of a mattress. That's on top of all the great free gifts they're offering site wide. Just text curious to 84888. The only way to get this free pillow is to text curious to 84888.
1: That's C U R I O U S to 84888. Message and data rates may apply.
0: With the weather as chilly as it is right now, you might get a chance to see some weird winter weather phenomena like sea smoke or slushy oceans. And have you ever heard of thunder snow? Well, if you're curious about what causes these winter wonders, then you've come to the right place. Let's talk about a few striking events that are caused mainly by the behavior of water at very cold temperatures. So, first off, why do lake and ocean waters look like they're steaming during cold snaps? Well, what you're seeing isn't really steam. Steam is hot water vapor and invisible. This cloudy phenomenon happens when the water surface is warmer than the freezing air above it, since liquid water can't be colder than the freezing point. When the water evaporates as invisible steam, it only rises a tiny bit off the surface of the water before it hits the freezing air. So since the cold air can't hold as much vapor, it condenses into microscopic droplets of liquid water in the air, and that causes the wispy clouds or sea smoke. So it's just more liquid water. For the second phenomenon, let's talk thunder snow. Thunderstorms happen when rapidly rising thermals of buoyant air increases static electricity between the clouds and the ground. Air can't rise from the cold winter ground because cold air is dense. That's why thunder is rare in the wintertime. But when really cold arctic air blows in from up north, that cold air is denser than the air at the surface. So it literally falls down, pushing surface air up on top of it. This creates the same kind of static charge, and boom, thunder snow. And to wrap up, here's a question about a third winter phenomenon. How common is it for the oceans to freeze outside the polar regions? Well, if you're not in the polar regions, then you're probably not going to see a frozen ocean. That's because saltwater's freezing point is lower than freshwater, around 28 degrees Fahrenheit. But when it's really, really cold, you might see little frozen flows bobbing around the ocean. These are formed when the water is cold enough to freeze and ends up expelling its salt. That's why people in the Arctic can melt sea ice for drinking water. So if you get a chance this winter to watch the amazing sight of sea smoke above a slushy ocean, feel free to be amazed by water in all its variety of forms. So to recap what we learned today, financial infidelity, am I right?
1: Yeah, I mean... These were all things that I sort of felt deep inside, even though I didn't have a word for them. Like, when you feel guilty about doing something in a relationship, like, that feels like infidelity. And, like, (laughs) of course, you can do that with money. You can do that with with Netflix. You can do it with all sorts of things. If your partner doesn't know about something you're doing and would disapprove of it, then you're kind of not doing the right thing. Yeah, maybe don't do it. Yeah. Pro
0: tip. And we also learned
1: some really fun
0: news that scientists are bringing coral reefs back to life using sound.
1: Well, they don't have a hot crustacean band, but it's close.
0: Is that a line from The Little Mermaid? Yeah. I love that movie. I used to watch that song on repeat on my like VCR i just rewind it. We had Laserdisc.
1: So, uh, you had Laserdisc? Oh, yeah. My dad has never not bought a piece of technology that went extinct. Like, we had Betamax. We had Laserdisc. He also did um, HD DVD. <laughs> yeah, he bet on the wrong horse every time.
0: Wow. <laughs> Too bad he wasn't a gamer. You guys would have some pretty rare sit around playing Virtual Boy. That'd be fun.
1: Sega Saturn. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. <laughs>
0: And remember, kids, the steam you see on water during a cold snap isn't steam. It's just evaporated water that condenses into little droplets of liquid water. And you can read about some more weird winter weather phenomena in our full write-up on this on Curiosity.com. Guess where the link is, Ashley?
1: Is it in the show notes? Hello! Hey! How'd you know? Because I've been doing this a long time. (laughs) (laughs) I sure have.
0: Today's stories were written by Kelsey Donk and Steffi Drucker and by Scott Denning for The Conversation. Stories were edited by Ashley Hammer, who's the managing editor for Curiosity Daily.
1: Script writing was by Cody Goff and Sonia Hodgin. Curiosity Daily is produced and edited by Cody Goff.
0: Join us again tomorrow to learn something new in just a few minutes. And until then, stay curious.
1: On the Westwood One Podcast Network.